I'm Andrea. And I'm Priya. You're listening to Poison Island, where we take a deep dive into the opioid epidemic on Long Island. On this episode, we're learning about the jobs of first responders who often reverse opioid overdoses. At the Emergency Ambulance Service in Bohemia, EMT Liz Litos prepares her ambulance for the night shift. She responds to all kinds of medical emergencies, including opioid overdoses. Around how many overdoses have you reversed pertaining to opioid overdose? Just like a rough estimate. Uh, I'd say upwards of 100, maybe 200 in four years. In four years? Yeah. These overdoses are typically reversed using internasal naloxone, also known as Narcan. This drug has saved so many lives, and the number of reported opioid overdose reversals in Suffolk County has seriously increased. There were 335 in 2012. In 2018, there were 794. However, it's not a pleasant experience for anyone involved. Overdose typically are opiate users, and they're addicted to it. Um, so when you give someone Narcan, you're putting them in opiate withdrawal very fast. I've had patients swing at me. I've been hit by patients. Someone has slashed me with an iPhone. But this job can leave more than just physical scars. Performing these reversals can be traumatic. Some calls especially stick out for Litos. We go in and there is a relatively younger looking child sitting on the couch, slumped over. And I look at the police officer and I was like, is this the overdose? And he says yes. And I only found out he was 12 years old when we asked for ID and he gave us his middle school ID. We asked her how this affects her life. I find myself getting a little more tired. I still love it, but I, th- I think a lot of people in this industry would say sometimes it's a little exhausting. So as we're trying to learn more about this, we talked to Dr. Britton Mahaffey. She's an assistant professor of psychiatry and behavioral health at the Stony Brook University School of Medicine. She's also studied PTSD in first responders. Burnout is a very significant problem, both for emergency responders as well as for actually just medical staff in general. You go into the medical field or you go into some sort of helping field with the desire to do good things, and over time you get really burned out. Lito's talked about how this can make it hard for EMTs to stay in the field for very long. I am working with people who say, I'm going to be a lifetime EMT, this is it, this is what I want, and then a year in, they drop out. Now, there are mental health resources available to first responders. Lito sought them out after one particularly difficult call. Now, she says she hates when people ask first responders what the worst thing they've seen has been, but she does say that this has been her worst, and it was an overdose call. In this case, the patient was the mother of a young child. There is a four-month-old baby crying, and we get there, and she has fetal alcohol syndrome, and she is covered in cigarette burns. And after that, I I took some time off, Um, and I sought counseling that was provided by my agency at the time. Lido's used to turn to alcohol as a coping mechanism. Coping as a first responder has been something that I have been um, working on for a very long time, since the beginning of my career. I turned to alcohol a lot in the first few years of working as an EMT, and it's not uncommon. A lot of people in EMS honestly do have drinking problems. This is something that I've learned to overcome. I still drink for fun, but it's definitely not my first crutch. 
But while there are psychological resources available now, new ideas and strategies are being studied to try and improve their mental well-being. Dr. Mahaffey spoke about this. One of the things that we're trying to do is work on what are called resilience building interventions. So there are things that we can do in advance of a crisis or in advance of burnout to help people develop um, emotional and cognitive resources for coping with stressful situations. She also thinks that systemic change can be helpful. I think system level interventions um, where workplaces are more sensitive to burnout make just basic tweaks to the employee environment. So things like having access to gyms, having access to different types of self-care programming like yoga, mindfulness-based programming, things like that that are made available and also normalized for staff. Lido's wants EMTs and other first responders to be treated like real people and not just perceived as heroes. When I go home, I don't continue to be an EMT. When I go home, I go to the grocery store and I see my boyfriend and I have a dog. And I don't think about doing that all the time. It's not until I clock in that I'm an EMT. Everyone has their own life outside of work and I wish more people would see that I'm a person too.